Ooh, oh. Some days are better than the others when we start getting on these broadcasts, everybody. Excuse me for adjusting myself here, but um, it's been tough getting on the last couple days, uh, for me anyway. So, hey, I just want to say thank you for coming. Um, the Periscope window will be uh, coming in soon. It's working on the uh, camera mode. Let's try and see if they're here. Here we go. I think they're coming on in. We'll give them just a second, everybody. My name's Lori Haywood Means. I'm a Bible teacher. I do about 30-minute broadcasts uh, Monday through Friday on the Word of God. I am a Christian. I love, I love your um, uh, hearts and uh, share it on social media down there at the three dots for the Periscope watchers. And invite people, please follow me if you want to hear the Word of God in real time. And if you also want to hear the Word of God without anybody holding back. And what I mean by um, holding back is um, I um, I don't hold back. I, I don't sugarcoat it. However, um, I just want everybody to know um, that um, my heart, the reason why I, I teach the Word of God is because I have a love for people. I've always had a love for people since I was a very little girl. I received the Lord when I was 12, but I never served Him until uh, 1987. But um, the reason why I'm here and, the, and uh, um, the reason why I take the time to do this is because I have a love for people. Um, I want to share the things that uh, will only be a tool to help you, um, to um, allow you to be free uh, spiritually, um, physically, emotionally, socially, relationally, and financially. So I want you to understand, if you ever um, hear any of my broadcasts and you think um, I'm a little too passionate or maybe I didn't say something kind enough, I want to tell you that when I am teaching the broadcast, I am under the power of the influence of the Holy Spirit. However, that doesn't mean that maybe I can't slip up and say something that uh, um, maybe could have been said a different way. But for the most part, I want you to understand the heart behind the message. The heart behind the message is I care so much about you that I'm willing to not be popular. I'm willing to have you unfollow me. I'm willing to uh, go through this because I care more about you than you um, liking me. Um, I want to be liked. I'm like anybody else. I want to be liked. I want to be loved. But uh, I care too much for you um, to say things that um, are not going to um, help you. Um, when I see a truth through the Holy Spirit, it's not Lori's eyes, it is, it is uh, the Holy Spirit's eyes. And if you have the Holy Spirit in you then and develop, then you have the same eyes. Uh, he doesn't favor anyone, but he can only uh, reveal himself to the people that will allow him to. So the closer you draw to him, of course, he's able to draw to you like a relationship with anyone. So I just wanted to clarify that because every now and then I feel like, oh, I think maybe I, uh, something came out a little rough. And um, I'm just here to tell you that um, I didn't mean it that way. Um, it, it is just to help uh, help you all. 
And um, with that, what we've been talking about, excuse me, I must get a drink of water. I have a little dry throat today. You're visiting Michigan, if I didn't say so. We have a beautiful today, day today. It's April 18th, uh, 2017. And um, I'm. we've been talking about a painful subject, and uh, it is on uh, the, the um, power of conversation, what it is, why it is, what it's not. And we've been covering this since last week. So if you want to see any of those broadcasts, go to Lori Haywood, H-A-Y-W-O-O-D, Lori, L-O-R-I, Lori Haywood hyphen mains, M-A-I-N-S, like the street, Main Street, Lori Haywood hyphen mains.com. Go to the watch menu and uh, at the at the bar there and uh, drop it down and you'll see, uh, click on it and it'll open up all the uh, broadcasts. I, uh, I go back and I delete, uh, I try to just keep a, a month in, so I'm just going to be cleaning out uh, the last part of February here, most likely today or tomorrow. We are still working on the website. It's, it's uh, pretty good, but we have an error on it, I understand, so I've got to correct that with uh, uh, my administrator. So we're working on that, and the website's always growing, and we're, we have our hands in many wonderful things. The Rivers of Gateway, which is uh, something we're working on a project here in Michigan uh, for a nonprofit uh, organization to open up and to put people here locally with life skills and so forth and so on. So if you want to give to that, that's also on the website. We are receiving uh, donations for that. We are a nonprofit organization. So. With that, let's get back into the topic of uh, the power of conversation. Uh, we left it off yesterday with, um, uh, where did we leave that off yesterday? Um, we left it off with yesterday with um, how to navigate, that's right, that's what it was, is how to navigate your, how to navigate your life with your conversation. We've talked about in 2 Corinthians 5, Verses 17, the Word of God says, Therefore, um, we are, uh, let me read this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. God reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And then um, Jesus goes on to say in um, Matthew or uh, Mark chapter 16, um, uh, they shall speak with new tongues. And he's talking about us. And he was saying that uh, these signs shall follow them that believe that uh, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. And so um, what we've been talking about is the, the old man, which was the fallen state of Adam, um, when he was when he bowed his knee to a fallen angel which was lucifer and now is satan when he bowed his knee and gave over the rights to dominate and have dominion over this world in real time um man was separated from god and his body died and he was spiritually disconnected no longer um a uh, part of god's um life he was now satan's um uh, Satan was uh, man's master. How sad is that? 
Uh, and um, that's how smart uh, uh, Satan is. See, he is a fallen uh, angel, but that doesn't mean that his intelligence left. See, when you have the wicked and you have the righteous, uh, that doesn't mean that one is um, uh, one loses their smarts because they go to the evil side. Uh, Satan is um, a very powerful, intelligent being. He was um, one of the archangels, one of three, and he was a um, sherub, which was a protector of God's throne. He was a massive being that was uh, uh, um, laced with uh, uh, stones and uh, beauty. And um, there was pride fallen in his heart, found in his heart. And he he fell. And then uh, so he had a bad attitude and he saw God uh, uh, bring the earth back out. That's under the fallen state of Satan. Um, he watched um, God bring the, the earth back out of um I'm going to say uh, desolation at that time. And then he created uh, a man and he put a man uh, in that garden that Satan once was. And um, he gave all dominion over to Adam. And uh, he said, now you name the animals. This is yours. I hand this all this dominion over you, Adam. You're made in my image. So you say and you name with your speech what you say these animals are, the animals are. I'm giving you full rights. I'm giving you ownership. I'm giving you dominion to say what the animals are and they will be. So it was given to Adam way back then. But then Adam uh, um, and Eve fell from God. They listened to Satan. They bowed their knee. They thought there was more. They thought there was a better way to get it. They bowed their knee to the fallen angel, and his name was Satan, and they lost our dominion. And um, you can't be mad at Adam. You can't be mad at Eve because what was in them was in us as well because uh, we were made of the same nature. So we would have most likely have done the same thing. So we can't be mad at anybody, okay? We just got to move forward with what we have. And uh, so that's why I'm here to tell you that God sent Jesus' son back into the earth to save us, redeem us from the curse of the law, which he did. And when he, when he checked out and he went back up to heaven, he sent the Holy Spirit back into the earth. Now when man says, Jesus Christ, I want you as my personal savior, come into my heart and uh, I, and um, be my Lord and do something with my life. I repent of my sins in Jesus' name. Once you do that and you mean it with sincerity, then, you're, then your old nature, the nature that you sit with before you do that, literally checks out. He is out of here. You are born again by the Spirit of God. Now you have the Spirit of God back inside you, and we have been commissioned again by Jesus Christ. And he, he went to hell. He took the keys of death and hell, and he came back to earth before he went to heaven, and he said, now here, this is yours. You go. And so um, part of the reason why I'm, there's many reasons why I'm sharing this with you, but part of the reason I'm sharing this with you is because we did not get saved to just be um, quaint um, Christians that live happily ever after while the hell go, while the, while the, while the earth goes to hell in a handbasket and uh, us four no more. That, that is not 
the purpose of any of this. Jesus, Father God, loves his man so much that he gave his only son to the earth to be killed and to be murdered and, and beaten and, and, and he was pressed by Satan on every side. And um, he did that to save you and me, uh, the ones that were not saved at one time and now are. And so once we get saved, which we have, believer, now we have a great commission. We have a responsibility. We literally are, literally, literally are the army of the Lord. And he has commissioned us to go back into the world and get as many of God's um, men or man, which is all mankind, into the kingdom of God, out of the clutches of Satan before this whole thing goes up like a like a dust ball. And uh, so we have a we have a uh, we have a commission. We have we we are an army. Uh, we go through battle. We go through pain. We we go through hurts. We go through so many things. Um, he never said it was going to be easy, and he never asked if it if he wanted it to be easy. Then he would have uh, checked us out of here and left all the ones that would never be saved. Um, just die and go to hell. Well, he's too good for that. So he said, instead of that, I pray that you you don't take them out of the world, Father. This is Jesus' prayer. He says, I pray that you send them into the world, but they be wise as serpent, but calm as doves. And and uh, so and he also said, now you. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. And Jesus said, he said, you, these signs shall follow you that believe. In my name you'll cast out devils, plural. That means there's many devils out there, plus Satan himself. They shall speak with new tongues, which is us. New tongues means like a new car. It means like a new refrigerator. It means it is new. It, it is brand new. So we have a new conversation. And that's what we've been talking about all, all last week and this week is that there is death and life in the power of the tongue. And we're not talking about saying little Jimmy is, uh, little, little Susie is pretty, how sweet, how nice. Yeah, those are beautiful words and always say that, but that is not the power of kindness or the power of the tongue that we're talking about. We're talking about the power of the tongue that is going to deliver you and me from the enemy and through all the snares and all the tricks and traps that he puts us through in this earth. There's a reason why he said you have a new tongue. He didn't say you have a new brain, you're going to outsmart him. He didn't say you have better vision, you're going to see him. He didn't say any of that. He said you have a new tongue. Now you go. Okay, and that's how God, God is a speech God. He talks and he makes commands and then he, he created Adam to do the same and then Adam fell. He could no longer talk the life talk, which is the God talk, which is just everything positive and life. Uh, when he fell, it became, it became out of the spirit of, he fell and bowed to the spirit of fear, which is Satan. So he Say, uh, Adam fell and became the spirit of fear imparted into him and he so he no longer could talk the life talk 
Um, he could only talk the fear talk, so man began to die. They used to live at 900 years back then, and it took a while, but man began to die after generation after generation. That's how powerful that blessing was, how God created Adam originally, and now we live to... to we're we're down to excuse me we're down to a hundred years um uh, not too many people make it but uh that's about where we're at right now so that curse has come from generation to generation to generation take clipping off a hundred here yeah a hundred there a hundred there now we're down to about a hundred years old for the for the human being and but now that man is born again spirit filled I told you that in James, it says that no man can tame the tongue. It is unruly, deadly, full of poison. So that was under the old nature that man cannot, under the old nature, when you are not saved, when you have not received Jesus Christ as your, your, your personal Savior, there is no absolutely, there is zero capacity to be able to train your tongue to become the uh, life nature that God intended it to be. I've said many times this uh, past week that you can go to all the um, power of positive thinking, power of positive uh, um, talking, the power of positive thinking. You can listen to these uh, tapes, um, uh, positive this, positive that while you're sleeping. You can do this, you can do that. And yeah, you you know you'll you'll help. It'll it'll help. Now I'm talking without being born again. I'm talking about without Jesus. It'll help. But the Word of God says no man, no human being can tame their tongue. How do you tame your tongue? You ask Jesus Christ to come into your life. You get the Holy Spirit inside you, and now you have the ability to tame the tongue. But it is not automatic, and that's what we've been talking about, is we have a part to play in this. God gave a huge, beautiful, powerful, magnificent opportunity to have him dwell inside you. You're a new creature in Christ Jesus. You are full of many, many capacities and you have a treasure, the kingdom of God, inside you. But it's never automatic. That's why some of you uh, that are, are not saved and you're listening to me, you're saying, yeah, well, you know, I know so-and-so, you know, Mr. Tommy down at work. And he goes to church on Sunday and he's a deacon or he's an usher or he's a greeter at the front door. But man, at work, he's, you know, he slanders, he cusses, he's this, he's that. Yeah, I know how all you Christians are. Well, no, you really don't. I, it's unfortunate that um, that happens, and it happens all the time. Um, but that that is not the new the new creature I'm talking about. Uh, he, he might be saved. He may have the Spirit of God in him. If he says he's a Christian, we're not going to say he's not. But what possibly could be happening there is that he got born again. He got saved. He, he wanted he wanted the uh, uh, he wanted to be saved and go to heaven. But now lies dormant the power of God inside him undeveloped. That's the situation when you meet someone that says they're a Christian. It's very possible that they are a Christian, but they've received God, and now, now the God, now the Holy Spirit is actually in there, but He's dormant and He's laying there, or well, not physically laying. He's dormant inside the Spirit, 
and he's longing to have a relationship with little Tommy down at work. He wants to wants Tommy to have dominion wherever he goes and joy and health and wealth. But because he is a child thinker or immature, or uh, I call it uh, sitting on the couch of your mind, he's sitting on the couch in his mind. He doesn't want to train. He doesn't want to learn how to develop this uh, power that has been given to him. So you'll run through, you'll run in, you'll, you're going to run through Christians throughout your life, unbeliever or believer, and you're going to meet all kinds of different Christians that have, I'm now I'm talking about um, the power of God in them, Christians um, that, you know, there, there's going to be all these, just pretend these, this is a stairway. You're going to, you're going to meet Christians throughout your life that everybody's on a different stairway stairway which represents a different maturity level of what they're doing with the gift that's been given to them so you can't meet you know so and so that's way up here because they've chosen to uh, use and develop what's been given to them a relationship with the power of the Holy Spirit and say that they are saved but Tommy's not that's that's not true at all. If Tommy received Jesus as a savior and he meant it, he is saved, but he's undeveloped here in the earth. And that's why a lot of times you'll see these types of Christians that call them Christians. And um, and um, they, you know, that's the deal. That's why. So um, what I'm saying to you through all of that is that we have been given this capacity to navigate in our life, that's what Jesus wanted. He wanted us to walk through this earth through the power of our words. And uh, we already cleared up that that's impossible for the power of positive thinking. That's, that's, a, that's a help. It's not a negative thing. I think it's wonderful. I, I would surround myself with the positive stuff in life. Uh, over something negative, I'll tell you that much. So I'm not against the power of positive thinking or any kind of convention or seminar or class or online, whatever. Surround yourself with it, yes. But that will not tame the tongue. The only thing that's going to tame the tongue is getting the Holy Spirit in you, receiving Jesus as your Savior, and now you must go to school with your inner man, which is the Holy Spirit, and start living the journey of life and developing and maturing with him on how to navigate your life in the earth through this. It's almost like a GPS um, because, you know, a GPS, you put in your little address and it tells you, you know, where to turn and how long to stay here. Well, your words can be like a GPS in your life financially. Um, your words can can bring your family back together. Your words bring salvation. You must confess. You don't think. You, you can sit all day long and pray inside your mind if you're, I'm talking to the unbeliever. You can lay there all day long <clears throat> And all night long and, and ask Jesus to come to your heart through your mind. But but what has to happen for it to engage, for it to, uh, yeah, for it to engage um, like a like a, a trailer hitch on a on a back of a truck on, on that ball and they, they bam, now wherever that truck goes, that trailer goes. Well, that's the same thing with the with confessing Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent, 
come into my heart and be my Savior, be my Lord. It's not how fancy it is. It's your words engage into the dimension of what this uh, earth was created for. See, the earth was created to be listened to commands. The earth was created to listen for commands. And probably part of the reason why our earth is in such an upset is there's not very many commands being made to the skies and to the seas. Do you remember in the, uh, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think it was the Sea of Galilee. I can't remember. Uh, it was the sea that Jesus um, was in the boat and the, the big storm came and the disciples were freaking out because, you know, I'm sure it was pretty scary. I mean, <laughs> the ocean is a very scary place when it's when it's in, when it's upset. So the the ocean was upset and Jesus was sleeping and the, the disciples thought they were going to die. And they woke up Jesus and said, Hell! they knew he could do something. <laughs> so they were waiting for him to get up, but he was he wasn't going to. And uh, so when uh Jesus woke up, he stood up, and he looked into the sea, and he said, Peace, be still. So, see, the earth was created um, to listen for a command. So your, your words that come out of your mouth are gauging into this realm that this, that this earth uh, was created to do. The dimension beyond that is the one of the, uh, there's many, but I'm just kind of, paraphrasing here beyond that is the dimension of the spirit uh, of our human spirit that that um how how adam was creating how god created the earth with his words with his power well the holy spirit's power um engages the 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 spirit realm and so we navigate born again believers we navigate our life uh, through the power of the tongue, through conversation. Your words are carriers. They're vessels. Uh, that is in the New Testament. They are, they are vessels. Your words are carriers. It's like to get this bottle, um, to get this water, um, uh, you know, out of my sink and into my um, office, I must carry i must put it in something to do that well we are that the we as the the body we are the bottle and the holy spirit is the water we're the carrier of the holy spirit he's in us so um uh so what i'm saying is what i'm saying is that the holy spirit in us needs us to learn how to release him and open up our conversation and release what we want to have happen in our life in every area of our life constantly this and this is where believers get tripped up and uh um, i i'm not saying i'm perfect at it uh, but i am training and i am working and i am pressing and i am listening and i am growing it's going to be an it's going to be a lifetime of, um, of, you know, growing in this. But the benefits is, is I, I'm having manifestations throughout all these years and things are, are, are getting stronger and more powerful in my life, around my life. The, the blessing is overtaking and overcoming my family and all that I do, not because I, I'm, I have a little gold star and God is pleased with me, which I'm sure he is, but it's because I've learned how to communicate without corruption. 
And, and the Word of God in Ephesians 4 says, Let no corrupt communication come out of your mouth. And uh, so, you, so if it says, Let no corrupt communication come out, uh, what is corruption? It is, it is ruining something that was good. It's ruining something. And so we are a new creation. So, excuse me. So we have the ability now to speak communication without corruption. And what is corruption? Corruption is disturbing and interrupting what God created the conversation to be. And that's what we were talking about with Adam. He created Adam. He said, now you name. The first thing he did, told him is you name, you say, you say, you say. So you walk through this earth. You live through this earth through the power of your conversation. Okay. And you train and you learn to look, you learn. And that means most of the time that we must be still and know that he is God. Now, does that mean you never talk? No, that would be foolish. We don't want it to not communicate at all. But if we start learning and training on how to guide and navigate our conversation to where we want it to go, what we want it to bring back to us in our life, that's what you're doing is you're going out into the dimensions where spirit beings and we bring spiritually life. We're hooked to the nature of God and how we, how we, how we open up and bring the treasures out of us is by, and the treasures that we want to come from the outside here to take care of our physical needs, our family relationship needs. Our, our health needs, our um, every possible, um, uh, the, the sound mind needs, the sleep needs, all this stuff is by releasing the treasures, the fountain that's in the belly, which is the Holy Spirit, and allowing him to come out and teach and train us how to navigate a conversation that is not corrupt. There is a mature man, says James. That, that uh, a good man knows how to bring forth good fruit out of his life. Jesus says in um, Matthew 12 that um, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. What is the evil man? That is a man that ha does not have the nature of God in him. That is an, uh, a man that has not received Jesus Christ as his Savior. Now, am I calling you people evil like you're some bad thing? No, 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 no. This is the word of God and how it's delivered. Um, I was not saved until uh, uh, 1987. And up until that point, that described me because, I, like I just said, no man can tame the tongue. It has to be done by the Holy Spirit. So we must trade natures. we got to get that death nature out, which is what he's calling evil, and uh, get, get the power of God in you and the new nature, which is good. And then it says, um, he says, out of the, the good treasure of the heart 
brings good things. So when we're talking about the power of conversation, um, I got to look at one more uh, out of the abundance. Yeah, here we go. Um, out of the abundance of the heart. Yes, oh, yeah, he's talking to um, the Pharisees here. Jesus who says, oh, generation of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what he was, what Jesus is saying is that, <coughs> that it, like I said, it's impossible to bring the good treasures up when they're, when it's full of the old nature. And the old nature, when Adam fell, he was disconnected from God. So he now is under the nature of the spirit of fear and Satan and death. So what's in there is the treasure of the evil tongue. And it, it, once you get born again and get saved in the new natures in here, now you have the capacity to bring up the treasure of the good man. And, and, and it says that the good man will bring forth the good things up out from what? The mouth. So the mouthpiece is our GPS. Our mouthpiece is our, our navigation tool. Our mouthpiece is how we get, we ask Jesus to come into our life and we become saved with the mouth. The mouthpiece's power of death and life. The mouthpiece says that, um, the mouthpiece says that uh, the man of a righteous man, the, the mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. So uh, the tongue of the just is choice silver. Um, that we let no corrupt communication come out of our mouth. And that the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. Now, the mouth of the upright shall deliver them. So there is your navigation piece that I was talking about. The mouth of the upright shall deliver them. That's how we navigate through the ups and the downs or the ins and the outs that the enemies, the fallen uh, angel Satan throws in our life because he's warring after God's man and he wants to take us down. Now, if he can't stop you from getting saved, then what he will do is he'll stop you from having a good life, like a really good life here on earth like we were supposed to. And how he can do that very is very simple for him is if you don't get a hold of the understanding. And, and the Bible says in Proverbs that a wise man and dude with knowledge will will um, uh, bring a, um, what was that? Shoot. The wise man, here we go. Who is a wise man and a dude with knowledge um, among you? Let him show out a good conversation. Let him show out a wise man uh, navigates his life with a good conversation because when Satan throws things in our way, which he does, maybe a, a doctor's report or something about your child or something about your job or something about your finances, um, whatever he lays hold of, and he will because he is he is trying to wreck your life. All he knows how to do is kill, steal, and destroy. So when you see the storms of life or a storm of life coming towards you, it, the more you have the, engaged in this mature relationship with the Holy Spirit, um, 
like the disciples and Jesus going through that storm, they got hit by a storm and they had Jesus on the boat. You would think if you had the Son of God on the boat, maybe the storm would have went around. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus is on the boat. I don't think we want to deal with him. You don't think that storm knew Jesus was on the boat? You don't think Satan sent that storm? And he said, oh, there's the Son of God. We better go around. No. He gets, Jesus got attacked too. So if Jesus went to the other side and, and he got attacked, then we certainly are as sons and daughters of God going to get attacked by Satan. He's not going to go around us because we're saved. So when we see that storm of life coming our way and we have the power, that well of life, deliver, I deliver myself with the power of God that no corrupt communication comes out of my my mouth and I I'm endued with intelligent uh, wisdom and I draw out a good conversation and I don't speak any guile and I don't speak any uh, I don't I don't put any ammunition in that storm to work back at myself. I work through that thing with a good conversation. I may cry a little. I may, you know, not be happy about it, but I keep my being intact. And the word of God says, stand, therefore, put the whole armor of God, but stand. And a good conversation is going to deliver the upright. The mouth of the upright shall be delivered. The mouth of the upright will deliver themselves out of that. Out of what? Well, in Proverbs it says we are snared with the words of our mouth. We are taken with the words of our mouth. And in Psalms 91 it says we that that we the snare of the fowler is after us and that is Satan. Do you suppose that he doesn't want us to know? that a good conversation lies within us as believers, that we have the power and the capacity and the capability inside us to train and develop and relearn how to draw out of the well of life, out of the belly flows river, rivers of living water. Do you suppose he doesn't want us to know that? Do you suppose he doesn't want us to know that that's our navigation tool through your kids? through your stepkids, through your adopted kids, through attacks physically on your mind, your body, your soul, your finances, your job, your homes. Do you think he doesn't want you to know that you have that kind of power inside you? That the only way it comes out is through a good conversation, a, 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 a conversation that is filled with life. That doesn't mean we get up at 8 o'clock in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning and we read 30 life scriptures over our situation and then we step away and we engage in the conversation of life, of the death life. No. And what do you mean by that, Lori? The death life. That means not purposely navigating every word you say for what you really want to come back into your life. If you're going through a troubled issue with a loved one or financially, then though, then the word of God says, guard your heart, guard your heart, guard your mind, guard your conversation diligently. Let a wise man guard and guarding mean, okay, now here comes that ouchy subject. What's going to come out of my mouth? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And you're like, no, you're not going to say that. No, get back down there. 
because this thing, this negative thing that wants to try to bring death and loss and harm to me literally wants to come out of my flesh and combat my spirit, which is filled with the Holy Spirit. And I've got this war going on, especially when you just start this journey. And that flesh wants to say what it wants to say and cover that situation with the negative and 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 then you what is happening is you are putting your negative words into that weapon that is coming against you through a child grandchild your boss your job your health your doctor whatever and and that thing just then you fill it with your words and it comes and attacks you and you're doing it to yourself we're doing it to ourselves I've done it many times. I've caught myself, but that's okay. See, because we're learning. So when you catch yourself, you're like, okay, you know what? Start over. Uh, I repent. You know what? Rollin, that's my husband. All right, Rollin. Whoop, uh, I'm just taking a eraser like on a chalkboard. And I'm erasing those words. I'll say, you know what? That's not what I want to have happen. I repent. Forget it. I, can, I have the power to do that. See, it's a win-win when you're hooked up with the Spirit of God. We have the power. So I'll say, you know what? Yep, I just dig that stuff up, plead the blood of Jesus over it. This is what I want to say about it. This is what's going to happen. And then I'll repeat what I want to have happen. The good stuff. So see, the, and then at, over time, the, the, you train the power of life that is in you. And then when things start coming against you, it's so much easier to open up your mouth and let that well of life come out over that situation. It's not hard, but it does start out hard because you're training. And we talked about that yesterday, where if you're training to sing or play the guitar or play, you know, a music instrument or training to run or training to anything. Uh, even if you're trying to save money and you're not used to it, you're training. Of course, there's a little bit of a grind because your flesh wants to do something else. But you know, if you do this, it's going to be better down the road. So that's the same thing with drawing out a powerful conversation to navigate your life through this earth. And that's what Jesus wants us to do. There lies the power is in a good conversation. And it's, it's possible because this is our new nature. It's our new conversation. It's our new tongue. It's our new life. And the power of words we must go. Um, what I want to tell you is that um, the word, the words, words, period, are <clears throat> full of either death or life. Um, words are more power than anything that is in this earth as such as uh, nuclear bombs. How does that nuclear bomb get released by someone's command? The nuclear bomb can bring harm, but it's not going to just sit there and shoot, shoot at people all by itself. It's the words behind it. Words are very powerful. The news media have used the power of words to tear human beings down and destroy their lives. 
just by the power of words. You don't even know who they are, but you hear these words, this conversation, and it destroys. And the Pharisees used it on Jesus in, um, in Matthew chapter, this is my last point, and then we're going to, we're going to go for the day. Um, in Matthew uh, 22, verse 15, the Pharisees, they were so mad at Jesus because Jesus spoke the truth. And it was pretty painful. They knew he was talking about them because they knew that they were um, pretenders, basically. They were, they were liars. They, they were not uh, on, on the up and up. They were not good people. They, they had hardened hearts towards people. And uh, Jesus knew that, but because they were dressed in their cloth, um, you know, they demanded uh, respect uh, by fear. And so Jesus would challenge them. And um, the Pharisees set a trap for him, excuse me, <coughs> in Matthew 22. And it says the Pharisees laid out plans, plans. Like, you're going to plan to build a house, you're going to plan to do your yard, you know, you have a plan. The Pharisees laid out a plan. They talked, they communicated with one another, and they laid out a plan to trap. Like, remember I was talking about the snare of the follower of Satan? And the Word of God says that we are snared by the words of our mouth. Satan traps. He lays a trap, a snare for us to step in and how do we what is the trap what is the snare it's our own words he snares us with our own words so much so that the pharisees laid out a plan behind his back to trap like a snare of the fowler they tr they planned and they their plans were to trap Jesus in his words. That's how they were going to catch him. That's how they were going to snare him. Just like the snare of the fowler, the hunter that goes for the bird. Satan is the snare. Satan is the fowler. I mean, he lays out a plan. And that snare is to trap us in our words and then once you <laughs> it's it's a joke really it's it's disgusts me because i can't stand satan because he's very intelligent he traps us with our own words you guys and we tear down relationships we tear down our marriages we tear down our health we tear down our family we tear down our country with our words. He lays down the trap and we jump in it with our words and we're snared by our words, but we're delivered by our words. The mouth of the upright will deliver them. The mouth of the upright will deliver them. So it doesn't matter how long you've been in that bad situation. Once you get this revelation in your heart that you're teaming up with the Holy Spirit and he's truly trying to navigate your life out through the power of conversation then you will be delivered out of that situation if you get a hold of your conversation 
because it gets that conversation gets into your heart. It becomes the abundance in there. When when then when that bad situation arises, you're just you're just filling it with the, your negative words, and then that whole thing just comes. You just you fill the tank. It's you're gone. You're done. You drowned in it. You drown in yourself. And uh, you cannot tame the tongue without the Holy Spirit. You have to have the power of the Spirit man, the Holy Spirit, full of life and goodness and love and health to deliver you from the snare of the fowler. It can be done. It will be done. I trust you will get a hold of this. And this will change your life or build uh, build your life up. And um, start this journey. And that's it for today, you guys. Um, Father, I just thank you in Jesus' name for the word that you gave us today. And if you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, please just repeat this after me. Lord God, I repent of my sins. I want this new nature. I want this new life. I want to be able to have power, love and a sound mind and power over my conversation. I want to work with you. I want you to be my Lord. I want you to be my Jesus. I repent of my sins. Come into my heart and do something with my life. I give it to you now. In Jesus' name. There's more, but not today. Listen, if you've received the Lord and you want me to know, please just jump on lauriehaywood-mains.com. Let me know. Um, tell me your story. If you need some hookups, we can hook you up into churches, bodies of Christ, or whatever you need. This is a world of communication. We can we can hook you up wherever you need to be with the best, okay? By email, by text, by phone, by websites, what whatever. We can do it. So we're here for you, all right? And uh, you guys be blessed. I think I've covered everything, and uh, I uh, I will see you tomorrow. Thanks for joining. Bye now.